Welcome, everyone, to episode 493 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. I once again want to apologize for our little absence there. Uh, Will will explain why, I'm sure, when we when we talk about it later. Uh, but we're hoping to get back once again into a regular Monday night schedule. Uh, this week's episode, we're just going to be doing a catching up thing. We're catching up on some news, uh, catching up with what's been going on with us, and catching up on some of the stuff we've been playing. I do believe, Will, and you can you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but we will be talking about Mass Effect Legendary Edition next week, right? Or do you want to save that for the week after? Um, Did you want to do Returnal next week? So I am actually, so I have it purchased on PlayStation and PC, actually. Mm-hmm. I am waiting for one reason to play it. Okay. Uh, and that's because I'm trying to play a lot of the stuff I'm behind on. Um, uh-huh. near so Replicant. you're not playing Mass Effect right away? Not right away. Like, okay. I want to play through Near Replicant, and then oh, I want to yeah. do Persona 5 Strikers, and then um, Wrath of the Druids DLC for Valhalla. There's a lot of things that I want to try to play quickly, so uh-huh. then I can jump into Mass Effect. Um, I am not opposed to starting it to talk a little bit about it though for an episode um i just know i maybe i'll play it on pc for a bit because i think i'm going to primarily play on playstation because i've been in a really big trophy kick recently yeah and i know they did apparently they did a good thing with the trophies for that every every game has its own platinum yep every game has its own platinum and they're all they got reworked so a lot of the like kind of jank is out of them the trophies from what i've seen so um, yeah, I am definitely, I will probably play a little bit on PC for an episode. I am okay. not opposed to that. Yeah. Cause really for me, the biggest, the biggest, uh, catch for me is, is what they're doing with redoing the first game. I, I feel like the other, the other two games are fine and hold up pretty well, but the first game does not really hold up very well. So no, it does not. Uh, that for me is the mo- the one that's going to be the most interesting to, yeah, no. to, re- to replay after all these years. From what I've seen, it looks uh, like a lot of uh, love and care was put into it. Like, I think a good game to compare it to is probably Near Replicant because that game didn't get remade, but it got like a pretty sizable update. And I feel right. like Mass Effect One is going to be really similar to that too. Yeah, I feel yeah I've had a, I've had a, a beardless says every game has its own platinum. That's not fair. I want those. Yeah, the so, one. yeah. the The PlayStation fans I follow on uh, social media were very excited for that. Also, so yeah, it's gonna be. I don't like that I've become. I used to be a really big atro- uh, achievement queen back in uh-huh. high school, but I got away from that. But recently, I've been like really getting back into that, and it's very dangerous because it kind of I changes my brain chemistry and how I play games, and I don't yeah. always love it. Yeah. Um, I'm the same way. I feel like the, the, I, I think the trophies is a better system than Xbox's system. Um, I, I used to, feel, I, I, yeah, exactly. I used to feel opposite, but like, a, like, you know, a 250 gamer score for something doesn't mean as much as, as like a platinum trophy, you know? Yeah. I'm not sure why that is. So Beardless says he does not enjoy the remaster look. Some people actually aren't really liking how it looks. Okay. I, People I'm, don't like the lens flare. Oh, so they don't want it to look like a, a 
J.J. Abrams movie. <laughs> yeah, which which I get. A lot of people did say like you can just get the games on PC and mod it. Uh, I'm way too lazy to mod and try to get that all working because I always have a devil of a time with Skyrim and that's easy mode for that stuff. So sure, um, I did not do that. Right. Um. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, this this week's episode is just going to be catching up. Um, for for missing. Well, has it been too? I don't even know. Time Two is weeks, like, yeah. I don't. I can't. Can't even describe how weird time has been lately. Well, um, in your defense on why we missed the episode, I did out of nowhere up and leave the state for about two weeks. Yes, I was prepared to have an episode. I didn't know what on. Uh, we're we're in a weird. We're still in a weird like nether area where we don't know what to have episodes on. Uh, we haven't we haven't sat down and and brainstormed episode ideas. Uh, in a while so yeah we didn't we'll get into why when when we get there but um do you want to start off with some nibble bits will yeah uh i have a lot so i'm gonna go through them and we'll talk about them as we find something interesting to talk about i guess um okay so starting with one ea teases something soon in june for battlefield uh, while we were gone, the Battlefield developers at DICE said that there's going to be a new Battlefield this year, uh, most likely. So, um, lo and behold, yes, we will be getting a new Battlefield at some point this year. The reveal is coming very soon. It was supposed to be potentially this week, but um, apparently now they pushed it all the way to June for the reveal for that. E3, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited for a new Battlefield. There's a lot of rumors of it being 100 versus 100 um come or uh in giant maps and everything like that apparently it's going to be called battlefield 6 too it's supposed to take place after battlefield 4 which is cool so uh i'm actually full steam ahead on the new battlefield game to be honest i'm gonna definitely get it i'll probably get it on pc though because i feel like that will be the the place to play it on i got a new pc i might as well put it through some of its paces with the new battlefield so i'm actually pretty bullish over the new battlefield and the new call of duty um, especially if the new Call of Duty is going to be World War II, so yeah, um, I'm pretty pretty excited for that. So, I wonder how they would if if Call of Duty the new Call of Duty is World War II. I wonder how they'll implement that into Warzone. If they'll take, I, 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 I would love if they took Warzone back to World War II. I think that would be amazing. I think that'd be cool. Well, how are they doing it with uh, Black Ops or Cold War? I'm not really sure. Um, I don't. It doesn't seem like they've like turned back the time because isn't isn't uh, Cold War supposed to take place in like the 80s? Yeah, it's essentially. Um, you know how Modern Warfare was like a reboot of Modern Warfare. Yeah. So Cold War was a reboot of Black Ops. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they took the time period back. Okay. Uh, I have not watched as much since because. I watched him, the Tapman, and that's what he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot, and a lot of times, I only casually will watch the the actual gameplay. But it doesn't seem like they turn back the time. But I wonder they, if, they could have. Do they do loadouts now in Warzone? Do you know? Um, no. no. You can get loadout. You you can get loadouts, but you have to call in a supply drop. Okay. I wonder if you don't start with a, a loadout. I wonder if cold war guns and modern war warfare guns are in it and maybe that's how they tie them all together that you can use the gun variety of both um right 
both games. I wonder if that's what they do. I was actually Johnny when I was visiting him. Like he was playing with some people and I was watching uh-huh. a little bit, but like I was mainly playing other stuff while he did that. That's like when I played Ghosts or Hollow Knight. So right. Um, I wasn't paying too close attention on that. But um next, Resident Evil Village had the second best physical launch of 2021. Uh, Dan, are you interested in Resident Evil Village? I am. I am. I am. Yeah. Yes, very much so. I I really loved. I, I even though I didn't beat it, I didn't. Uh, I loved Se- Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, uh, Village seems really cool, and I'm really interested in what that the lady Demi Demi Trasu is all about. Yeah, because um, she's like everyone's enamored with her, and I don't know why because I haven't played the game, but to a creepy um, level, to a creepy level, most definitely, like creepier um, than the game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very, very interested. I will definitely play that at some point. It's just, just a matter of when. I have not had a lot of time to play video games. So same. I'm actually gonna, I'm going to buy it at some point this year, but I'll probably wait till a little bit later for a sale because I also want to play Resident Evil Seven first because mm-hmm. I've been hearing everybody talk about that game a ton too, and I'm like, yeah. man, that's kind of a blind spot for me. And I know you and Corey both loved it, so yep. I think I'm gonna jump into it. Um, the winner of the best physical sold game this year, Dan, is super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury oh, is okay. number one um i believe i have a nibble bit somewhere in here for that maybe not i actually played a little bowser's fury today oh it's so good isn't it, it? Is, it's great um okay so basically i can tie this one um this is from gamatsu switch worldwide sales top 84.59 million super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury is 5.5 nine million sold already um that's incredible that's really really impressive sales so mm-hmm. um right now mario kart deluxe is still leading followed by animal crossing new horizons so um it's still crazy it's, to me that mario kart 8 deluxe is selling that well i know i very very curious to see if they're ever going to need to do another mario kart they got Who some knows? time <laughs> um Next, Ubisoft rebrands its first-party games to Ubisoft Originals. I don't know if this is really that big of a deal, but I thought it was interesting. Um, we're going to be getting... I know there's, they're putting out a couple new uh, Division games, like one of them being a, a Heartland, which is going to be like a free-to-play version of uh, The Division, which I think is probably a pretty good move because I think that's the yeah. second-best looter shooter uh, out there next to yeah. Destiny. So that's a thing. Uh, I mean, we're going to be getting Far Cry 6 at some point this year, so we'll be getting I know, that. I know it's not original, but I'm excited for their Star Wars game. I think they're the right de- the right company to make Star Wars. They're I doing an EA, open world. EA, EA really right. screwed the pooch with with Star Wars. So Yeah, I mean, if you... I know a lot of people don't like the Ubisoft formula for open world games, but I do, and I think they're going to do a good job. I mean, I think the Assassin's Creed games are some of the better open world games that, that have been out recently. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited to see uh, what they end up doing with it, what how it's going to play, all of that. Um, what time period it'll take in, you know, if you're going to be a Jedi or not. Like, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. So, yeah, um, hopefully at E3 we maybe see something from them, but who knows. Um, so Returnal put out a update to fix their last update uh because apparently that they were having some corruption issues with the game that was ruining runs for people uh so people who don't know um housemark just put out their new game returnal they're the ones who did not uh developers that did nox machina and resogun all of that but 
some people were having some issues with stability with rare crashes happening um incorrect healing behavior issues with mapping um again runs being ruined by putting the console in sleep mode all of that stuff so and a lot of people are upset with that because returnal is a little bit different of a roguelike the runs take a little bit longer than most games like i believe when i played i was doing 20 30 minute runs which when i would do hades i would be like 15 minutes on the long end so Mm -hmm. um yeah so that's uh it's a little bit longer i know some people were having runs that were going over an hour uh, and then losing progress so i've actually kind of decided i was going to wait to play more Returnal when that stuff gets sorted out. But I mean, Returnal reviewed really well uh, from what it, I played. It I really, looks really interesting. Liked it. Yeah, it looks interesting. And I, I, I did watch a little bit of gameplay on, on YouTube for it. Man, how that game uses the dual sense is pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, I love it. So like I said, I'm going to be getting into it more. Uh, I suck at it. It's really hard. <laughs> so that's a heads up for anybody who's thinking about getting it. The game is pretty difficult. So does it have tilt controls for aiming? Nope. Well, maybe I don't. Re- so I don't usually go through the options. I kind of play the game how the developer mapped the controllers, unless there's something that I think is really, really bad. Like mm-hmm. I know when Johnny played Returnal, he mapped the controller differently. I don't remember exactly what he did, but you can do some stuff. So okay, yeah, because um, I I pretty much wouldn't be able to play it if it didn't have uh, tilt controls for for aiming, with it being a controller shooter. I don't. I don't know if they're planning on releasing that on PC, but that would be one I would be interested in getting. Yeah, I mean, Sony's uh, PC release strategy is kind of up in the air. I don't really know what direction they're going to go with it. Uh, I could see this going on PC though. I think that would be a yeah. pretty good fit, honestly. Yeah. Throw that on Steam; it would sell even more. But uh, next, No Clip put out a documentary. Which No Clip, Dan? I don't know if you're aware. Is Danny O'Dwyer? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so he does documentaries on game development essentially i've watched a few of them i've watched some of the bethesda ones that he's done and i've watched um the horizon zero dawn one um and i believe he did io interactive as well uh where they're talking about making hitman but they did one on dishonored uh in arcane studios so uh i didn't watch it yet but i definitely plan on watching it and i kind of wanted to make that aware to people because i think the no clip documentaries are really really impressively done they do a good job because you a lot of um because we're not involved with the industry and have almost zero knowledge on like how games get developed i think it's good yeah. to give us a little bit of uh insight onto that so yeah. i think it's really cool so absolutely there's that uh talking a little bit about mass effect legendary edition the download size is pretty big it's gonna be 80 gigabytes um which i wasn't too surprised about to be honest it is three games with updated graphics so i kind of was yeah. not surprised but people weren't too thrilled with that that's not bad that's about uh, what uh cyberpunk is on pc yeah, no, I and I think that's, I mean, you're getting three games, albeit they're older, but I mean, I'm not too upset about that. Uh, and also some more stuff, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition can hit 4K 60 frames on PS5 uh, and 60 frames on PS4 and PS4 Pro. There's going to be your classic performance quality mode. Uh, so for quality mode on PS5 is up to 60 frames at 4K. Performance mode is up to 60 frames with 1440p. Um, I'm going to throw quality mode on there. I've uh, run it at that and if it doesn't keep the 60 frames i'll just do performance because i think 1440p is probably going to be more than fine i like that they're giving options that's very important to me yeah no i think that's great Um, i think every game should have that option yeah every game should do the performance or quality and see i mean because some people don't care i've some people don't care about frame rate 
Yeah, and I've completely fallen into the camp where frame rate is kind of making or breaking games for me at this point, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because I really hate that I've become that, but um, that's just how I am now. So uh, I have to check to see games are 60 frames. But uh, next, Square Enix, um, Sega, Bandai, Namco, and more joining E3. So, so far, we've got Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Ubisoft, Take-Two Interactive, Warner Bros., Coke Media, Square Enix, Sega, Exceed, Gearbox, Freedom Games. Really, the only ones that aren't there right now are Konami, Activision, and Sony. Um, I would not be surprised if Sony does their own state of play around E3 this time. Like, because they like to do that. They like to be completely separate. But other than that, uh, everybody else is there. I'm pretty excited. I think we're going to see a lot of awesome stuff for E3 this year, to be honest, because I think a lot of stuff that's in development is going to come out. um, And people are going to be really excited to show off what they've been working on because of COVID slowing everything down so much. I think, I honestly think from second, so fall of 2021 of all of 2022 and 2023, it's going to be ridiculous with games. I don't think we're going to have any time to be able to play older stuff. Cause I think it's going to be constantly new games coming out every yeah. month. So I agree. Buckle in. Uh, I'm also really glad it's back. I didn't think I would miss it as much as I did, but last year it just felt like all the game announcements were just so they're so spread, spread out and scattered. It was hard to like keep track of everything. You know, I, I, I like having everything or, a lot of things like just really close and I can like really focus and really pay attention for that three or four days yeah. and get all the big announcements until the next conference, you know, which is gamescom is usually at the end of the summer. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's back. There was also something interesting. Well, I mean like there's a lot of stuff coming out for, you know, Xbox, Ubisoft to show off um, square Enix, all of them, but like Nintendo, I'm interested because we're going to get more information once like 100% on the diamond and pearl remakes that'll be coming out this year. And also there was a leak apparently that said that um, the release date for the diamond pearl remakes are set. And then there's going to be a big game early 2022 for Nintendo and then the Legends Arceus will be after that and I'm pretty sure that big game's going to be Breath of the Wild too. Oh yeah. Or because I, I don't we know haven't heard anything about be. Metroid either. But yeah, you're right. It's probably it probably is Breath of the Wild too. So Metroid is interesting. Um I was wondering that, but they just switched developers back to another developer for that, so I'm wondering yeah. if it's just a little slower that because of that. Um Discord uh, is partnered with Sony, so we're going to be getting Discord on PS5 and PS4. I like that they partnered and just didn't get flat out bought. Uh, I actually, I we've talked about it with the Bethesda acquisition that I'm kind of worried about the consolidation of the industry to too much um, because Sony has like 12 studios ish that are all working on stuff, and Microsoft has been like gobbling up a ton of other studios recently. Uh, I don't really love that because I like to have more games available on more platforms, yada, yada, yada. So when I was saying Microsoft was thinking about buying Discord, that kind of bothered me only because I think Discord should be on Xbox and PlayStation because I think that would be really important with how big Discord's getting to be able to be playing a game on PlayStation 4 in a Discord chat with your friends on different consoles. I think that's how things should be going, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, So I was happy to see that PlayStation partnered with them good for them um i hope it's good it probably won't but i hope <laughs> it is so yeah it's, it's hard to tell how how the implementation of something like that is gonna go you know yeah definitely um 
Sony warns everyone that the shortage should be expected to continue into 2022. That really sucks. I hate to hear that. Um, yeah, PlayStation 5 has shipped 7.8 million units between November um, 12th of 2020 to the end of March. So that's a lot of consoles. They're expected to ship 14.8 million by March 31st of 2022. So it is getting better. But man, I really just want these consoles to be in store so people can just go buy them when they were like, I want to buy a new console. Yeah. So um, absolutely. That only a few more here. I want to give a quick shout out to four games that look absolutely incredible um starting with tales of arise scarlet nexus biomutant and ratchet and clank rift apart i'm actually incredibly excited for those four games um i'm getting biomutant because i want to support new ips uh-huh. um, i think everything's just becoming one big um conglomerate of just sequels or prequels same reason i'm getting scarlet nexus as well um so I'm going to be getting those two games to support new IPs. And I mean, Ratchet and Clank looks absolutely incredible. Dan, if you ever have some time, watch that state of play. They just put yeah. out for that game. Looks phenomenal. And Tales of Arise is going to be the first Tales game I'll play. Um, that's coming out September 10th, by the way. That got a release date while, while we haven't recorded. So really excited about all of that. And only a couple more, Dan. Yeah, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment Trademark Sunset Overdrive in the United States. Um, that was the only game Insomniac has really ever done for the Xbox. So I'm wondering yeah. if that's going to be coming to PlayStation. Don't know. Uh, but we were all big fans of Sunset Overdrive on this podcast. At least I think you, me, and Eric were. I don't think Corey ever played it. I never played it either. Oh, you never played it? So it was just me and Eric that played it then? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I was going to get it when it came out on PC, and I didn't end up getting it. It's on PC. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I believe it's on PC via PC Game Pass. Okay, interesting. Well, I mean, uh, people are wondering if this means that we're going to get a Sony release for the first one, or maybe a sequel, or maybe both. Um, So we don't really know. I don't know. Insomniac's been doing work. I mean, they made Spider-Man, and then they made Miles Morales, and then they did Ratchet & Clank, and then they made the the Ratchet & Clank 2016 uh, to work at 60 frames. So they've been doing a lot of work. They're kind of carrying Sony right now, to be honest. So Insomniac's doing God's work for Sony right now. So there is that. And two more. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity has reached 3.7 million sales, uh, which is really good. I want to get back to playing it, but I really want the new Switch to come out because the game does have a little performance issues on it. So I kind of want to play it on a new Switch. I don't know if that's ever coming, but... Um, yeah, I, I worry about the new Switch model and the, the chip shortages, you know? Yep. Because um, that, that will definitely affect the new, new Switch. And if I can't get my hands on a new Switch, I'm going to be freaking livid. Me too. Um, uh, I will so, be very upset with you. Because yeah. I will instantly buy a new Switch. That's yeah. 100% happening. Yep, um, same here. Just because mine's launch Switch, it's getting a little bit longer in the tooth. It's running a little bit slower. The download speeds have t- just completely tanked on it. I don't know if that's uh-huh. on my end or the Switch's end, but something's going on. Uh, so I'm a little bit worried about the health of my Nintendo Switch right now. Yeah. Mine's okay. Um, it's it's seen better days, but yeah, I, I, I would definitely get a new one because that's, that's really what I play mostly now. And uh, I actually saw that Nintendo, the Switch has sold like, almost 90 million units it's like 86 or 87 million oh yeah um so it's it's catching up to the lifetime sales of the wii 
That's crazy. What's the lifetime sales for the Wii? Do we know? It's like a hundred. I think it's a hundred and twenty million. If I remember correctly, but I mean, they could hit that, you know. So the Wii lifetime sales is. Uh, where is it? Yeah, 101.63 million. Oh, it's only 101. Yeah, so right Ooh. now, well, PlayStation 2 sold 155 million. Yeah, yeah. They sold that many, the PS2? Yeah. That's actually crazy. I did not know that. Yep. PlayStation 4 sold 115. I didn't know Sony sold consoles so well, actually, looking at this list. It's actually really crazy. Yeah. Um, last nibble bit for me. Halo yep. Infinite to support cross-play, cross-progression, all that good stuff. Um, supposed to be coming out at the end of this year. So I'm kind of getting a little bit more excited for Halo Infinite than as time goes on. Cannot wait to play it. So, um, yeah, I mean, Halo Infinite should be pretty good. I Hopefully. wonder if Halo is going to have its own BR. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way it doesn't, right? <laughs> I wouldn't. I would think they would come out with something. So I'm going to have three shooters to play this year. Halo Infinite, whatever Call of Duty spits out, and then the new Battlefield. Yeah. I'm going to be in a good spot for shooters. I probably won't need another shooter for a really long time, to be honest. Because yeah. my goal is to get into this Halo. I want to be able to play. It's going to be free, so a lot of people are going to play it gonna be on game pass too you won't even need to buy it so yeah good for yeah, i feel the same way but when i when i played uh was it reach when it came out on pc uh you know i was like okay i'm 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 decent at fortnite i i can i think i can manage and i got smoked in halo smoked um it was not even close to being the same type of thing <laughs> yeah but yeah, we'll see. I'll de- I'll definitely play it without question. I would lo- I'd love to get into it too. So, yeah, definitely. Um, so that, I mean, that's all for for our news. Will you did a did a great job there? We covered covered a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's probably still stuff that I missed, but I uh, searched the web. I checked Destructoid, Gamatsu, Scapist, Push Square. I don't really. That's probably the ones that I check the most right now. So yeah, just to get a wide branching thing of news. How was your week, Will? It was good. Uh, part of the reason we didn't record for two weeks was because I woke up on Monday, the whatever, in April, and then called my friends in Florida and said, I want to come visit. So I did that. I left that Tuesday morning, very yeah. early. I overpaid for a flight, but I really needed a vacation. Yeah. Uh, got down there, got my shifts covered while I was down there. Oh, nice. yeah, I didn't even just took off. I don't blame you. Kind of strong armed them and be like, well, I'm not even in the state, so yeah. uh, people need to cover me. So yeah, I went down there and enjoyed the Florida weather. It was 90 and sunny every single day. God, stop. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it rained the last day that I was there, which I had to leave. Be I had to leave by three anyway, so it wasn't even that big of a deal. But huh. yeah, no, it was wonderful. Uh, hung out with the dogs and the cats. Uh, my buddy and his family um nick and johnny you know everybody it was really nice so played at the pool played some video games uh 
yeah, I can't really complain about much. That was a, it was a good two weeks off that I had. So that was the reason why I didn't record. And I brought my laptop and everything and had intended on recording, but I just, I just never ended up doing it, I guess. So I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. It's hard when you go from using a mic and everything like that at a desktop to going to using AirPods and a MacBook to record. Uh, so I didn't really want to do that. So I just kind of decided against recording altogether. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, my diet took a hit big time. <laughs> sure. It was rough, but I thought about asking Nick if I could use your Johnny's setup, but uh, I didn't really want to, Johnny was raiding and I didn't want to bother you by taking your stuff in case you wanted to stream. So that's why I didn't ask. So not, not just that, but once you get into the mentality of I'm on vacation, Oh, yeah. You're just like, ah, screw everything else, you know? Oh, man, I muted my work group chats. I was like, I yeah. don't want to hear anything from anybody. Yep. Yeah, screw screw all of that. It's been nice. I came back, like, really recharged, too. Like, I was actually, like, ready for work. Um, as I've talked about, I have a torn tendon in my pec. Uh, and that had been hurting really, really bad for, like, the month and a half that I had it. Well, I still have it, obviously, but that I was dealing with it. So that two weeks off really gave me a chance to like recharge because basically I spent every day in the sun from about noon till about 6 PM. Uh-huh. Uh, so swimming. And then at night I would get into the, the jacuzzi and heat use heat on it right away too. So like I was doing that and I was doing my ice massages, which really, so like I actually did a lot to, to like take care of what was going on. And now I can like actually use my arm a little bit, whereas before I couldn't. Uh, so I do have a little bit more mobility. Um, and a lot less pain, which is good. So I know it's healing. Uh, I still haven't really worked out, but which has been really good. I needed that because it was, I was starting to like have arm shakes of nerve damage and all that. So like it was, it was really bad, but like I said, I feel a lot more recharged and ready, but it sucks this week. We have graduation weekend. So I work Thursday, Friday, open to close Saturday, open to close Sunday. Oh man. Welcome so I'll back. Be, be working quite a bit so yeah yeah uh and, and graduation is always tough because it's all it's it's new york city people mostly yep and they're a very demanding bunch I'm not even gonna lie the long islanders man they are demanding yeah. yes they are <laughs> they are very demanding sometimes yeah it was the only table that ever told me to f off at work that's crazy we're long islanders me and the owner both of us that's where that is a badge of honor you know i this is how i look at those interactions because they almost always end with them leaving Uh and in my head i'm like oh thank god i don't have to deal with them anymore yeah that's a good way to look at it it's like when my table called me racist i was like oh thank god they're leaving i don't have to deal with them anymore so yeah um so it's just like whatever i don't i don't take that stuff hard i'm just happy that they are leaving when that stuff happens to me so sure and it's very very rare that people people are gen generally pretty good yeah Um, and if they're kind of standoffish i just leave them alone more and don't really have issues so Uh but dan what about you man i haven't talked to you like actually in a while yeah uh my twins started pre-k um which has been good. They they they've been a lot easier with starting pre K than than my older son and daughter were, uh, but I think that's in large part because they have each other when they're there. Uh, my you know my family is very um, we like to keep to our own, 
So uh, oh, yeah. that that my, me and my wife are both are, are both like that. So we, we we like to keep to ourselves and keep to our own. So uh, at least you know they have each other to go to pre K with uh, instead of you know just getting dropped off with a bunch of strangers. Uh, I remember being a a kid and my parents trying to drop me off at kindergarten and I would scream and hold on to the door frame and cry and all that stuff. So uh, it's nice when they don't do that. Uh, we'll see how they go do next year. It's only it's only afternoon pre-K, so I have to drive them out to their preschool and drop them off and then and then pick them up and hurry back here to pick up uh, my son and daughter from from their school. So it also helps that mom's there too. Yes, yeah, our, our mom works at the at the preschool where my my twins are, so uh, that's but that's been helpful. Um, so there's that. My my youngest is now on the move, uh, crawling, standing up, and everything. Uh, so that's been been a challenge and an adjustment too. Um, yeah, he's it was, so it's 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 you know pick something out of his mouth every thirty seconds that that shouldn't be in his mouth and. Uh, try to get the other kids to, to make sure that they clean up their stuff and don't leave stuff that he can choke on all over the place. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, hockey. We can talk about hockey. The Predators did officially clinch a playoff spot. They'll be playing Carolina in the first round, which I was not feeling good about at all. They got thoroughly smoked most of the season by Carolina. But the last two games, uh, they haven't won tonight's game yet, but they're up 4 to nothing. Uh, they beat Carolina the other night to get into the playoffs to solidify a playoff spot. So uh, we'll see how it goes in the playoffs. I, I don't really know, but uh, you know they've they've looked pretty good the second half of the season, uh, and I'm excited that I get to watch them play hockey. I read the NHL is thinking of starting the playoffs Saturday because I guess all of the games that need to be made up are by teams that aren't even really in it. Oh, are they going to just cancel them then? No, they're just going to play it simultaneously with the playoffs. Oh, oh, that's kind of cool. Which I kind of, I'm kind of a fan of that idea. I would rather the Leafs not start Saturday because I work all day and I like uh, I need to watch the Leafs play because sure. they're going to be playing Montreal. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't want to miss that. Yeah. So and I also did. I knew the Predators were going to make it. I knew it. Yeah, I, I figured they would. I, once they got like a four point spread on Dallas, I was like, I, I think they got this. Uh, and it came down to the last two games against Carolina. And I, I wasn't feeling great about it, but I knew they were they had a good chance. And, and, and sure enough, they they clinched. And I kind of feel bad for Dallas, though. Uh, they had a rough season with with the start with the whole team, you know, a lot of the team getting covid and they had so yep. many injuries this year. Oh yeah, uh, I don't. I just don't feel like they got a they got a fair shake this season. So they definitely didn't. Um, it was really funny to me though. I don't know if I told you this, but I was telling Johnny and Nick and Mr. Gluzo and all that. I was saying that the Stars announced that they were going to have full stadiums for the playoffs, and I was like, oh, interesting. And then I looked at the standings, and I was like, that does not look good for them making it. I don't know why yeah. they announced that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I, I our our the I know the Rangers were doing full. Did they just do for the first game for opening night, or are they still full capacity? Full capacity. I think. Um, I think the, the Texas, Texas Rangers, Rangers. Yeah, not New York Rangers. I should say that. Yeah, I think the Texas Rangers are still doing full stadiums, and I believe the Atlanta Braves are doing full stadiums. Um, I 
don't know. Houston Astros too, maybe. Okay. I think those are the the teams that have been doing it. I don't know if there's more. I haven't honestly been really following baseball yeah. very closely at all. Yeah. I'm kind of uh, on the outs with baseball. I was going to try to get into it this year, but with some stuff that's been going on, I kind of just like, I don't even care about it anymore. Yeah. Um, I might care more towards playoffs, but um, so yeah, I don't know. And I don't know what teams in the, I mean, obviously the, like the Canadian teams are going to have fans in their stadiums, which kind of sucks. Um, yeah. I don't know come middle summer when the playoffs are like down to the nitty gritty, if they're going to allow full stadiums, I hope they do. Yeah. So definitely. Uh, so rocket grunt, Nick says the caps are at 25% capacity starting May 14th and then potentially full after June 11th. So, okay. um, yeah, yeah. I want to say Nashville's one third capacity. Okay. Maybe third, like 33%, one third roughly. Yeah. Um, and I know that just got bumped up because you know, they are mostly playing to empty, empty arenas and, uh, but you the the noise uptick has definitely been noticeable the past past few games so yeah that's that's been it's been nice what uh i know you're obviously excited for the the preds but what other series are you potentially excited about you know i have not watched hardly any other any other teams like we used to watch we would like you know when the predators game would get over we would put on a a west coast game I have no idea. Like I, I'm, I'm only vaguely aware of who he's even in, in the other. Yeah. You know, I know Tampa and Florida play each other cause they're in our division, but outside of that, like I don't, I'm not really, really even sure. So after Leafs Montreal, I think my second most excited one is actually Tampa, Florida, because yeah. those two teams are, I mean, their last game was incredible. The, the battle of Florida is going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, especially cause you know, Tampa has been kind of, kind of good for a little while, but Florida has been mostly bad. Yep. Um, they've had a few good teams here and there, but you know, they've mostly been bad, but they're really good this year. So I've been saying they were a pretender all year, but now I don't think they are. Um, I am also very, like really much rooting for Sam Bennett. I really like him, and everybody talks about how bad the North division is, but Sam Bennett left it and got way better. So, yeah. um, I think that, kind of eliminates a lot of the quality of play stuff, but whoever plays Minnesota, Dan is another series you should watch. Cause the wild have been a roller coaster to watch all year. They are fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's, that's used... generally different than usual. They're usually one of the more boring teams you could ever want to watch. I have can't tell you the amount of times the wild have lulled me to sleep. I can't stand watching them play at all, but this year they are dynamic and fun so like if they're playing the abs i'm gonna be really excited because the abs are probably one of the teams i'm gonna root for um sure. in the west so um i'm kind of hoping they don't play them i kind of want vegas and minnesota to play each other because those games have been pretty crazy too so sure um but yeah no i'm really excited for the playoffs i'm bummed it's not going to be like it was last year i don't at least i don't think yeah like hockey out literally all, all day yeah that'd make yep. a good summer that was amazing Especially because I'll be unemployed from June, July first until August, whatever. So like I'd be able to like actually watch all of the games. Why is that? So one of two things: if I go to school in Florida, I'm quitting July first. Oh, so I can have my summer, or my job okayed me taking two months off starting July first to keep me. Oh, okay. So I will have my summer vacation. 
that nice. I've always wanted since Very since high school because I've been yeah. working since I was 16. So yeah, um, yeah. So I'll be around to be able to just do literally whatever I want. So nice. But yeah, yeah no, our... hockey's awesome. I'm excited about it. So mm-hmm. yeah, our our Florida moving plans are are coming into form. We're actually doing like a bunch of house projects right now to try to get get the house in order because everything kind of fell apart over the the quarantine and 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 covid and all that stuff so yeah we're slowly like we did a bunch of updating the outside cleaning up stuff getting rid of old stuff and that's sucks but it's you know gonna necessary prepared yeah so uh i feel like i had one other thing i wanted to talk about and it's slipped my mind uh I uh, I started watching The Mandalorian again. My son oh, okay. is, but my son got back into Star Wars, so um, he's been really into the Star Wars stuff. So I was like, I I should watch it first before, um, before you uh, before you watch it because I didn't like I had only seen a couple episodes before. Uh, it turns out I've only seen two episodes now, um, but I I really like it, and he he really liked liked it. So uh, yeah. Because I want the, the they've got had some really interesting stuff came out like the the Bad Batch just came out. I was just gonna um, ask about that. Yeah, I haven't seen it. He has. Uh, I find when I'm not watching sports on TV, I just I fall asleep. So it's very hard for me to watch things uh, and and pay attention to everything that's going on. So yeah, I mean, honestly, sports and anime are the only two things that hold my interest on TV right now. Yeah. Um, so Bad Batch actually fits that. I watched oh. a little bit of the first episode. It was like an hour and a half premiere um, while I was down in Florida. So it looked really good, and I'm very interested. And it kinda, yeah. I kind of want to watch the Clone Wars cartoon too. Yep. Because I yeah, heard that like, was amazing. Yeah, my, like I said, my son's watched all that stuff, and I I, I want to watch it too because he, he always like likes talking about it and learning about the lore and stuff. And, you know, I, outside of the movies, I haven't really – experienced a lot of the other stuff uh he's really excited for kenobi for when that comes out or obi-wan yeah. kenobi uh because obi-wan kenobi is his favorite character so nice yeah obi-wan kenobi yeah that was episode is that one and two or for is what? that obi-wan when was he yeah he yeah he was the prequel trilogy Okay, prequel trilogy. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember exactly. I was I trying to remember a little bit. Yeah. And then he was in he was in A New Hope. To a lesser I, extent, I watched like half that, of A New Hope. But that was old man Obi Obi Wan. That was episode seven, right? A New Hope. No, New Hope was is episode four. Uh-huh. Okay, what was episode seven called? That's the Force Awakens. That's the the new trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm the uh, the Star Wars rookie. So <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, yeah, and a lot of people actually didn't like the the new trilogy. I I, I like the new trilogy. The, probably the the Force Awakens was my least favorite movie of the new trilogy. Uh, okay. And then Ro- Rogue One is probably my favorite Star Wars movie. It's so that good. movie was awesome. Yeah, it's so good. Absolutely um, awesome. I actually want to watch it again. Yeah, Rogue One was really good. So I thought Solo was good, but Rogue One is is probably my favorite of all of them but anyway yeah. uh i think that's everything will what have you been playing 
Oh, what do you want to hear about? There's Ghost, there's Hollow Knight, there's Returnal, and there's Near Replicate. I want to hear about Near Replicate because I'm very interested in that. Okay, so Near Replicate, I am not going to go over the version number because it's way too long and I don't really know it. I think it's one point something. Um, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Yako Toro is a really interesting dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so Near Replicate is the, the re the update to the PS3 and Xbox near game uh, that came out. It's a prequel to near uh, automata automata automata. I don't even, I still don't know how it's pronounced. I don't either. I say automata automata. We'll go with automata now. Um, so um, it is the prequel to that game. And it's interesting because it takes place, I believe quite early on because the near automata takes place very far into the future um so i don't know a lot of what is going on i have a general idea by the name of replicant where the story could potentially go but uh it's funny playing this game because it is very much reminiscent of a playstation 3 era game uh just how the world is structured and how the quests are structured because the quests in the game so far i i will say i've only put in like four or five hours so far and i'm doing a lot of exploring because i kind of want to i didn't appreciate near automata as much when i first played it as i do now um i think that that game would rank higher in my 2017 game of the year ranking it would probably be around three uh-huh. uh, actually that was the year horizon persona 5 and breath of the wild came out so that's a really tough year but 2017 was a was a banger oh such a good year so like i uh i have a very deep appreciation of that game because of the story that told so playing near replicant i want to be like full balls to the wall explore everything kind of just do everything Uh, i kind of want to platinum it so it's funny playing this game because you're seeing the older graphics all that jazz but it is updated a little bit to look a little bit better but you do see a little bit of its age um but it is still very much playable, and they updated combat big time. So the cool thing about Automata was, you know how you could do. Did you play Automata, Dan? Yep. Okay. So you so you don't know how you know how that combat went, where you're like mm-hmm. you can do the like the bullet stuff with the the pod while doing the hack yeah. and slash and stuff like that. So that's in this one. But instead of the pod, you're using a magic, um, which is really cool. You get like a grimoire, which is its own character who talks during the game. So it's really funny because the game's side quests suck. Like, that's kind of a thing that people uh-huh. all agree on. Uh, and the Grimoire actually mocks you doing the stupid side quest, which is really funny because I don't know if the intent on these side quests were to make them bad. You know what I mean? Because Yakutoro, yeah. how he writes games, that seems like something he would do. So sure. uh, I'm like five hours in. For people who have played it, I just met the character Kaine. Um, so do that with what you will for the people who have played that game they'll know exactly where i'm at so uh i'm really enjoying it so far i first thing i noticed in the game actually was that the main character is voiced by the guy who does tanjiro and demon slayer it's oh, the first okay. thing i picked up on i was like that's tanjiro so i looked it up and sure enough it was because uh, i'm a huge demon slayer fan so that's another thing that kind of pulls me in uh and the gist of the game is your sister yona has some sickness called the black scrawl and you're trying to basically heal her in this village. Um, for people who've played Automata, Devola, and Popola are in the game, too. They're kind of like a character heads of town uh, in that area. So 
they're in there. I'm going to be interested to see how they tie in because I do know they're androids or yeah, they're androids. So I don't know if that's common knowledge at the beginning of replicant. So having a little bit of knowledge going into the game um, is kind of nice. I don't know who to rep- recommend this game to though. Um, I would recommend it to you. Yeah. And Corey, I believe, because I feel like you guys would appreciate the storytelling of the game and the combat. But after right. that, I don't really know how to recommend this game to people because of how the game works, because I do know it is a near game. So you will do route A and then there'll be a route B, C, D and E. Uh, and you get kind of the full context of the story by completing all of these routes. And I don't think that works for everybody or plays for everybody as well as I think it does for us. Cause I feel like we're big narrative gate or narrative people in games. So we care a lot more about that stuff and have given a little bit more slack for storytelling. Um, at least that's how I feel. I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, what about, I mean, combat system is, is, is the combat system as good as it, as it is in, in Automata? I think so. I think Automata is better, but I was actually listening to a podcast. Um, hmm, I can't remember if I heard it on Sacred Symbols or Ham Radio. I don't know. Um, but they were saying that two of them actually like the combat more in Replicant. Yeah, so it was Ham Radio podcast where they were talking about how they thought that the two of them of the three thought that that Replicant had better combat. Um, and the person who disagreed with him said that he could see why they would think that. So okay. it is well done. Um, it's that hack and slash, but with the set of the pods is magic. And they also added something like if they, an enemy attacks you, if you time your block, well, like this is like in every game now, but I don't believe this was in Tomata. Uh, you can like parry essentially, and then knock them back and then you can do attacks. Um, the movement is incredible. Like there's this yeah. one move where if you're attacking and you hit the roll button, which is going to be right trigger on the PlayStation, they do a cool little move and spin all the way around and you can attack. So the combat is incredibly fluid. And I guess the game when it first came out was not like that. So the combat is completely overhauled. Toy logic wow. is the one that did it. So um, they did a really, really good job with uh, updating the graphics and the, the combat and all that stuff. So nice. Um, but after that, like, I don't know. Um, I, part of the reason why I'm thinking about waiting on Mass Effect is because I want to play near Replicant Persona 5 Strikers and just get through some of those games that I've missed so far just because um, I've played Mass Effect a lot uh, so I can wait a little bit longer to mm-hmm. play it. So I just want to play through Ratchet and Clank again before Rift Apart comes out because that's going to be in tomorrow in a month. So that'll be out. So, um but yeah, no, I think uh, I think Near Replicant so far is a pretty good game. I'm really, really excited to get into it because I've heard a lot of people say the game starts really slow, which it does. But then people say the game gets incredible. So uh, I'm very interested to see what they do. So um, that's my thoughts on Near Replicant so far. Uh, nice. Probably be it'll be hard to talk about this game the more I play. So I might not give many thoughts about the game other than if I like it or not. Yeah, because we, we try to avoid spoilers as much as possible. Yep. Uh, especially stuff that just came out. Yep, and I feel like not a lot of people played Near Replicant when it came out. So. Right. Um, I also, there is new story stuff, apparently, that they added in. They added a whole new ending, apparently. So there is some stuff in there. So that's uh, that's Near Replicant. Nice. Yeah. Um, what else you got? I'll do Ghost of Tsushima real quick. Um I finally platinumed that. I did that hey, in Florida. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. So Wait, I got did you the... take your system down there or can you transfer your profile? 
So listen to this. I don't know how common this is on other consoles like Xbox or Switch. Probably not on Switch because this is too advanced. But um, Johnny and I game share. So we have each other's profiles. And I went down there, logged into my profile, went into the cloud, brought my saves in. There it was. Continued playing. Um, so I did that with Ghost. I did that for Hollow Knight. So That's I how it should be, by the way. Yeah. Isn't that crazy that it works that easy? Like, I was blown away that it worked that well. I was like, there's no way this is going to happen. But it did. It worked great. And I played it, platinumed it, and had a great time. That game's honestly incredible. Um, There's this whole discussion that games are $70 now. If Ghost of Tsushima just came out, I feel like no one would complain about that game being $70. Because I think that's going to be one of... I'm very curious to see what they do for a sequel because this game's obviously going to get a sequel. It's way too successful for it to not. Yeah. So I'll be curious what they do with it. But yeah, I have nothing but the highest thoughts about Tsushima. So the only trophies I don't have are for the Legends mode, but those are sectioned off from the main game. Uh, Because when Microsoft puts out DLCs and stuff like that, those all just get merged into one achievement list where it's longer. PlayStation separates it by... So say there's a dlc it'll be like for example wrath of the druids for valhalla that's going to be below the main game so you can still get the platinum but your trophy percentage won't be at 100 percent because you didn't get the trophies uh, from the dlc that makes sense though which is yeah because like i have odyssey platinumed but i'm at 61 percent trophies because i didn't do the dlcs on playstation so right um so that's how ghost is i'm at like 85 percent. so i did that um played hollow knight i finally beat the trial of the fool which i was stuck on since january um it was one of my most excited moments in games but now i'm doing the nightmare king grim boss fight and i am stuck on that so we'll see how long i'm trying to complete that game 100 before silk song comes out and i feel like silk song will be out summertime this year i kind of have a feeling so i know i know you've been waiting for that for a while very excited i'm honestly if that game's 15 dollars, i'm buying it for everybody i know because i want people to play that game um me and johnny were actually watching a streamer play hollow knight while i was playing it to try to motivate me to get through the trial of the fool because i've been pretty defeated about that so did that uh and the last thing i played was returnal uh returnal's housemark uh is roguelike game um I did not play a lot of this game. I played maybe an hour or two. So it's hard to talk about um, all the systems because the thing that I have the hardest time with is the game is hard. Yes, but I can get by that. But there is like a whole new language to the game. So like, for example, instead of them calling health, health, they call it integrity. Um, And then there's other things like parasites, but I don't know what those are actually called they give you buffs and debuffs but they're named something different so it's like kind of learning a whole new language and lingo for the game which makes it a little bit harder than it needs to be in my opinion um but like once i learn it it won't be that big of a deal but um that game's really hard i'm having a really hard time with it i have maybe done four or five runs in that hour to two hours worth of play time so um, I was listening to some people review it and some people said they were having a like they played it the first time and got through three biomes, which is incredible in that first three hours. And I know some people who have not been able to even get the melee weapon in three hours, which is a thing you'd get for beating a boss in the game. So uh, I'm falling into that three hour category without getting the the melee weapon. So, um, yeah, but the game like 
trickles in different upgrades and stuff like that. There's different weapon types, different parasites. There's a lot of currency stuff like obelites, I think is what they're called. So uh, the game does a really good job using the dual sense too. So a couple of really cool things is like, say you're using a pistol. So there is like two different fire modes. So if you half push in the trigger, it aims down sights. But if you push it down all the way, it changes the fire mod on it to do like a more area of effect fire. Uh, so that's really cool. Kind of you have to play the game a little bit differently, which I think is pretty neat. Um, a big complaint people have been saying is there's no save system in the run. So like you could be an hour or two in and not be able to stop because you can't really save your progress. Um, I think you're playing a roguelike. You really shouldn't be able to save mid run. Right. I don't know how you think about that, but that's kind of what how I feel. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I get. I guess it would it it would depend. I mean, do you have the option of doing shorter or longer runs? There's a lot of RNG in this game, so you like you could get uh, very early on. I was able to tell if I was going to get like crushed by the RNG. Right. Like I could tell pretty early on. Um, on my most recent one, I was like, "Ooh, this setup is not." going to be beneficial to me and sure enough i died pretty quick so like maybe i don't know exactly how it works like i don't know if like once you get into other biomes if once you die you have to go through the other biomes which then would make the run longer i don't really know if that's the case right to be honest i imagine maybe i imagine so so i feel like with already long run times if you have to go through multiple biomes then yeah i guess i could see it being two hours and being pretty frustrating when you can't save especially if you put it in rest mode and try to fast resume the game and it's corrupted i guess you can see that being pretty frustrating but i guess oh yeah i I mean i guess uh, because i I was thinking more like someone might not have enough time to do a complete run but i forgot if you could put it into sleep mode during it that's fine but if you like, like you said if it corrupts it because you do that that's not not a good thing yeah so if like house marquee or house mark fixes that then i then i would say yeah no there really shouldn't be a save and again i'm play i like i don't play hades and be like oh, i should be able to save my progress mid run again that game's a lot different from what returnal is but um yeah no i uh i'm impressed with this game because i'm i think of house mark and i think of Rezogun. So Beardless says if you're making a road like where the runs can last multiple hours, there should be an auto save feature. Yeah, I guess, I guess the, I don't know. I'm torn because I don't know how long these runs go. If some people are having two hour runs, then, then yes, I guess I could see that being a valid complaint. Um, I'm just not good enough yet to be able to experience that frustration. So, um, like I said, I'm going to wait, though, a little bit until there's a lot more ironed out with a lot of the, the bugs and crashes and stuff like that. Hey, saves your progress every time you enter a room and runs in that game last 30 minutes. Does it save? Does it auto save like that? I didn't even realize. I guess I've never really like, stopped playing mid run, so I don't really right. know. So um, I usually play to completion and then I'm like, ah, do I do have enough time for another one. No, that I usually stop. That's kind of how I do that. So um, but like I said, I'm going to return to return all very soon once they iron out some of the crashes because uh my biggest complaint on games and i had this with valhalla was progress um bugs happening right can't stand that so if that's happening then that's going to be immediately turned me off from the game and i want to like every game that i play so yeah that's why i'm gonna i'm gonna wait a little bit okay so how about you dan 
I don't have a lot to talk about. Uh, I am still working on my Stardew Valley. I still roughly uh, do a one day per day in Stardew Valley uh, for mm-hmm. my for Rated G Games YouTube channel. I did not do one yesterday. Uh, it was Mother's Day. I didn't have time. It's it, honestly now it's even hard to get that fifteen to twenty minutes in uh, on Stardew Valley. Uh, mostly because because I have to record. Like it would be no big deal if I didn't have to record. Um, but at my hash rates for uh, cryptocurrency mining have been so high lately that I I struggle to use my computer for anything but mining. Uh, they've been over double what they usually are for some reason. So. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm my throwing money in the in the garbage can right now by by using my computer for anything other than cryptocurrency mining. So, uh, so I'm still doing that. I'm almost done with fall. It's uh, almost into winter time. I'm still trying to experience a lot of the new 1.5 up uh, 1.5 update content because uh, there's a a lot of new stuff, and I've I've only experienced a very 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 small part of that. So, yeah. Um, so I, I am looking forward to getting to that stuff. I'll talk more about that stuff when I when I get there. Uh, I don't think I've played any Fortnite over the past two weeks. Um, again, it's a it's a time thing. My daughter's like, "Hey, we have to play Fortnite tomorrow," and then she doesn't ask me until it's like late and like time for bed. I'm like, "Ah, uh, as much as I want to play, like you have to get settled down. You have school that- tomorrow, so." That's the plot. So she yeah, can play well, that's Fortnite. that's yeah, that's part of it. Smart. Uh, instead of going to bed, and then uh, the only other thing I've played, I've played, uh, I played Bowser, some Bowser's Fury. Oh, Cozy Grove. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Still playing Cozy Grove. Uh, that's a really cool game. I don't have a lot more to talk about it, but it is very much like Animal Crossing uh, meets Don't Starve. I kind of just log in. I do. Some of the missions that you're supposed to do, um, and, but I, like I like half pay attention to what I'm doing. Um, so those yeah. are nice games to have, though. It is because I, I don't have to focus too much on it, and it's something I can have on uh, and play while my while my kids are around uh, until they yell at me that they want to watch something on the TV, and I'm like, Ugh, <sighs> fine. It's like so. I I like those games a lot because I can play a podcast or watch something. Uh, YouTube or whatever I, I choose to do, uh-huh. but it's hard when I'm playing games like near Replicant yeah. because it's like this is such a story focused game. I yeah, you definitely that. want to focus. Yeah. So and uh, by the way, Stardew Valley, I really want to play that right now. You're giving me a hankering. Yeah, I. I uh, that's probably a game I'll just continually play forever. Um, forever. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, I did not get Pokemon Snap yet. I do plan on getting Pokemon Snap. Um, I'm just not not sure when. I don't necessarily want to get it because I do want to sink a lot of time into Mass Effect right when I get it on Friday night. So it might might be a couple weeks before I get it, but I will get that at some point too. I was going to get it, but one of my friends said I could just borrow it when he's done. Um, oh, there so you go. I'm just going to do that and save myself the $60 because I don't know if I would like it enough for $60 and Nintendo games never go on sale. So no, they do not. Oh, by the way, actually Xenoblade definitive edition went on sale for like 35 bucks. So I got it. Oh really? That's a a good deal. I think it's might still be active. I don't know though. Okay. I'll, I'll look into it. I think it was everywhere too. I think it was target, but Amazon, all that stuff. 
Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, so we did have a piece of feedback. I'm trying to get to it now. Download. Oh, there we go. Taterade? It is from Taterade. Yeah, got got a few updates from Tate. Perfect. So let's see. Turn off the noise removal. Okay. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about my gaming lately. So, first of all, um, I want to talk about the best for last. So, the first thing I want to talk about is Outriders. So, I downloaded Outriders from Game Pass. Um, to be fair, I haven't had a lot of time to play it. Um, I think I'm only in, like, the world Did I already tier play this one? Yeah, two. you did. I was going to say. <laughs> so, like, I barely have played it at all, but... I wanted to just give my first impressions of it. Um, first of all, I like the concept. Um, I mean, I'm always down for a... Anyway, that was not the right one, so let me check. Damn. I know, I know there was a new one. Gmail. There's one from April 28th. Oh, I just downloaded the wrong one. Dan. April 28th, right? That was the last one. Last podcast we did was... Yeah, so it was the 19th? This is supposed to be Outriders, MLB The Show, Octopath, Plague Tale. Did I play that one? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember him talking about Octopath, actually. So maybe this is the right one. But I do remember him saying he started initially and didn't like it, which kind of matched up with. Or I don't know, at least we thought it was. It felt kind of like Gears of War where you're, you know, in cover and, I don't know, the shooting and everything. It just kind of seemed Gears of War-ish to me. Um, but I don't know. First impressions, I think it's okay. I'm not blown away by it. I... The story was okay. Like, I wasn't really super hooked or drawn into it or anything like that. So, yeah, it was just okay. Um, but those are just first impressions. I do want to play it more and see what I can get out of it. Um, but the thing I mainly wanted to talk about was, Dan, I wanted to thank you for... Yeah, we did hear me, this. ...or referring me to play Plague Tale in a Yeah, sense. yep. We did hear um, this, you're right. Well, what the heck? If it's... Let's see. What's the file name? This is ridiculous. I was all prepared. This is what I get for being prepared, by the way. Dan, come on, man. I know. It's better if I just... Uh, let's see. Don't prepare. Audio. Download. S. Oh, okay. So one of these is W2. It should be the That should be the right one. The, oh, this is from April 17th. Uh, let's see. That was the one from April 17th. There was another one after? April 28th. Download. What's up, gentlemen? Um... 
just heading home from school, so okay. I figured this I would. This is better. This is the right one. Sorry, Kate. I'm an idiot. Um, <clears throat> so I haven't played more of Outriders, and I'll be honest, I don't really have any interest. Same. Uh, mostly because I don't have anybody to play it with. I think that game is not meant for you to play solo, and. I just have no interest in playing it solo, so unless my brothers wanted to hop on and play or something, I am not going to play it. Um, so yeah, that's my adventure with Outriders um, in a nutshell. Um, <clears throat> the other thing I wanted to tell you guys about is uh, I was really happy to see that MLB The Show 21 came to Game Pass finally. Um, I haven't played... A fun baseball game on any console since I was in like sixth grade when the MVP baseball 05 and 06 and NCAA or yeah the MVP NCAA baseball games came out I loved those when I was younger so I was really excited that a you know good Sony baseball game was coming to Xbox um, Anyways, I've been having a blast with it. So, uh, my favorite team is the Angels. So, it's been kind of fun because I, I lost interest over the years since I stopped playing baseball. Um, you know, and the Angels. So, you know, when I used to pay attention to them, it's back when Vladimir Guerrero, um, oh, yeah. Sean Figgins, and all those guys were, were playing still, which was obviously a long time ago. Um, so, it's been fun to play it again and you know kind of relearn who the players are now on the angels team and um kind of getting me into baseball again which is fun um wanting to watch baseball again which i hadn't really had much interest in that the last few years so yeah it's been a fun fun game to play um i will say though that hitting is extremely hard at first when you haven't played a baseball game in a while but it it, it took me took me a good few games to really get down the hitting mechanic and timing and everything um but one thing i did think was really cool about mlb the show 21 is that you could change your settings and you had a you had multiple options for settings for different parts of the game like hitting fielding pitching and you could choose a different setting of how you wanted that to look and go and Anyways, I thought that was cool to kind of personalize the game how you want it to be. Um, I personalized mine to fit more of what MVP baseball was kind of like and what I remember being comfortable with when I was younger. So, yeah, that's been fun. Um, and then the other thing is, is and I, I talked to Dan about this already, but I started playing Octopath Traveler. Oh, and yeah. I am addicted. It is yeah. such a fun game. Um, I'm loving the story, the characters, the gameplay, the fights are fun, the strategy's fun. Um, yeah, so big two thumbs up for Octopath Traveler, and I'm excited to put hopefully 60 hours into it and just enjoy the ride. That is a very fun game that, um, you know, I, not, not the kind of game that I would usually play, so I'm glad that Dan recommended it so that i could give it a go because i love it um so yeah the, i will be playing between that and mlb the show over the next little while um 
I did finish Plague Tale Innocent, and I loved it. Such a good story. Loved the game. Um, loved the characters. I think it would be cool if they, I don't know, somehow made a second one. But at the same time, I'm like, it's kind of just good how it is. I don't, I don't know if it really even would need a sequel. If it had a sequel, I mean, I'd be excited just for the sake of I, I love the characters and I'd like to see what happens to them and if there's more, I don't know, adventures ahead for them. But it's kind of good as a standalone game and I think they did a great job with it. And, um, you know, it got me into a, uh, you know, sneak, sneaky puzzle type game that I wouldn't normally be into. So anyways, um, yeah, I highly recommend MLB The Show. I highly recommend Octopath Traveler and Plague Tale Innocence for anybody that has not played those. Um, they're very good, fun games to get into. So anyways, that's going to be what I'm going to be spending most of my time on over the next little while. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Oh, I did want to mention my crypto adventure. Oh, so yeah. Dan, uh, noticed I put out on Twitter that I got into the crypto game um, only to realize and I'm going to have to do more homework on this to figure out what the heck to do but I was trying to figure out you know at one point if I made the big bucks and I wanted to get my money out and sell all my shares or whatever how exactly I would get the money and so I kind of looked it up and I was trying to figure it out with the crypto.com app that I'm using and they don't accept my bank so i am not sure how i'm gonna get my money in the future because uh they don't have my bank on there um anyways i'm sure there's a way to get around that and if anybody has any idea and would like to give me some pointers on that that would be great just so i'm prepared for the future um anyways hope you guys are doing well have a good one tater eight out all right. Thanks, Tate. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll address the, the crypto thing first. I, I, I actually, one of my friends has had the same issue. Um, and I, I feel like he figured out a way to get his money off of it. Um, but one of the things I would look into is opening up just an online bank. Um, I, I have, I use Capital One as, as my bank. That's that, you know they're accepted by everyone but there, there's a bunch that you can open a free like a free checking account i would i would open it up that way and, and transfer the money that way just make sure it's it's one that you can transfer uh we can't use crypto.com uh, in new york new york's very restrictive on on who on uh, the exchanges that you can use so we have i think we have like three options uh that we can use in new york state so um but yeah no that's that's definitely a problem a lot of them will take your money but they won't let you send it out uh, which is which is frustrating. So, yeah, I was gonna say it might be worth it to open up a, a bit. Like I opened up a Chase account because I didn't know where I was gonna live in the world, and I knew yeah. that that was everywhere. Ironically, except where we live currently. Um, so that's why I opened a Chase account was for that very reason. So I always had a bank near me that I could always use. So. Yeah, we don't have any big banks in this area. Nope. Ch- uh, Chase got put in the Vestal Parkway recently. Oh, they're, okay. Yeah, because I know there's no Capital One around here anywhere. Uh, I don't think there, there. I don't think there's any Bank of Americas or anything like that around here. No, that's just local small banks. Yeah, which is weird. But 
uh yeah that would be my suggestion t i'm, I'm sure you've probably already uh well i don't know maybe you haven't haven't uh done anything with it yet but yeah crypto's been uh it's been a, a fun ride the whole dogecoin thing going from 10 cents to 80 cents almost 80 cents uh ethereum wow. ethereum price skyrocketing it's it's been it's been a ride so man people probably made a lot of money recently oh yeah oh yeah um it's nice too because uh the the whole doge popularity uh mm-hmm. the the exchange i use is is gemini uh that's the only place where you can you can buy amp from which is the cryptocurrency i'm most invested in right now uh, but Gemini added Doge recently, and they also added it to the to the pay thing, so you can use your Dogecoin to buy stuff at I think it's like forty one thousand locations around the around the area. So that that brought a lot of exposure to my cryptocurrency and and jacked the price up for a little bit. So uh, I'm up three times my initial investment, which is awesome. Yeah, and that's just just to start too. It's you know it only it only uh, was created in September of last year, so it has not been out for very long. No, it hasn't been very long at all. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, Octopath Traveler can't say enough good things about that. Uh, we we did we did chat briefly uh, about Octopath on on Instagram the other night. So uh, I'll be interested to hear how far along you are, Tate. So let us know. Um, MLB the show. Will did you play that? I haven't. Um, I want to just to try it out a little bit. Okay. Um, it's cool that he's playing as the Angels because like one of my favorite players is on the the Angels and Shohei Itani. Oh. Um, he's the pitcher, but also hitter. Oh. It's probably the most electric player in that MLB, in my opinion. Nice. Um. So yeah, that's awesome that he's doing that. So Itani is a good one. Obviously, you have Trout. So. Um, I know the Angels aren't doing well this year. They're in last in their division, but I think they have a bright future. Uh-huh. So, um, and Vladimir, Vladimir Guerrero's son plays for the Blue Jays, so he's oh. pretty freaking good as well. So uh-huh. that's uh, an association that uh, you might want to check out the Blue Jays because of that too. So, um, yeah, no, uh, MLB The Show is a game that I definitely want to give a try. Corey downloaded it and tried to play it, right, and didn't I- like it and stopped. I think so, yeah. And Eric couldn't even get it. Yeah, Eric couldn't couldn't figure out how to download it from from Game Pass, right? That rookie, he needs a Series X. <laughs> I know there is weird things about about it because uh, one of the games I, I was getting downloaded from PC Game Pass, like you couldn't go into the store and download it from the store. You had to go specifically into the Game Pass app. And download it from there. Like it yeah, was, there's it like was, seven it, apps, right? It made no sense what the the process for it. Um, so yeah, there's like a bunch of apps that you yeah. need to download. Yeah, they all and then, suck. Yeah, they're all different. And they all suck. And another thing I had to do one time is I couldn't launch. I believe it was Outer Worlds. Uh, I couldn't launch from the Xbox app on my computer. I had to go into the menu on windows and launch it from there. Cause otherwise it wouldn't launch. So. Oh, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Please change Microsoft. Please change. If there's no reason, that's why I'm worried about Sony discord a little bit. Just like what stupid thing could potentially happen with that. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, I don't think I have anything else. How about you? Anything else? Got nothing, Dan. No. Uh, so we are looking like we're going to record next Monday. I would like to record next Monday. Um, but you know, there's always the possibility that we won't. And, uh, but don't worry, we'll have a, have an episode at some point for you. Right. Absolutely. I think next Monday is looking good. Okay. Yeah. And I know I don't have anything really. Uh, the only thing is I might have to move the episode to later on Monday than usual. Uh, if, if bedtime doesn't go as planned. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'll do it for episode uh, 493 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.